0: As someone who is so excited to garden this spring, yet really wants top quality soil, I'm really excited to introduce you to Coast of Maine, which is an esteemed brand renowned for its organic soil offerings. And if you're seeking to infuse your home environment with a nourishing essence that promotes flourishing plant life, you're gonna wanna listen to this because with over 28 years of expertise, Coast of Maine has meticulously crafted soils sourced from oceanic waters and farms certified for organic cultivation. It's so nice to find such a sustainable sustainable, eco-friendly, Are conscious, a cloud of sadness surrounds you. When you are beyond consciousness, the moon rests in your arms. When you are conscious, the beloved moves out of your reach. When you are beyond consciousness, the ecstasy of love moves your way. When you are conscious, you are depressed like fall. When you are beyond, consciousness, the winter cold feels like spring. Now let the magic begin. <laughs> Hello and Jai Ma, Jai Ma Happy 420 if you're listening to this on the day it's released. For some of you, you might be celebrating with a lot of people's favorite plant, and keep in mind, for 2020, 2020 happens to also represent a day with repeating numbers, 202020. So every single month on the 20th, use this day to receive and deeply, deeply listen to guidance from your team course they're always communicating with you however i feel as though on the 20th of every single month there is an extra powerful message for us i truly do feel this so i'm open to whatever i have some messages for you yesterday i picked two tarot cards and i recorded it for you yesterday and so i will insert that after uh the updates and then get on with the questions By the way, this is part one of a three-part series. I'll be answering many of your questions that I gathered on Instagram over the weekend. We are in quarantine. Most of us, I believe, in the world. So I wanted to entertain you throughout the week by answering questions throughout the week. So this is part one of the series. And then April 22nd, you'll get your part two, April 24th. You'll receive your part three, so Wednesday, Friday, and then Tuesday and Thursday, magic minis, which are simply just magic memories from your own magics past. The last magic mini I shared was with Emery and Trevor Hall and their karmic soulmate love story, so enjoy that one if you haven't listened to it already. But yeah, I'm just here to simply provide some extra soulful support at this time. And I'll answer about three to five each episode. And so expect an episode part one today, part two Wednesday, and part three Friday, and then a magic mini on Tuesday and Thursday. The magic minis are just fun memories of your own magic's past. Just a little clip snippet. So that way you are fully entertained throughout the week, which I... I'm so happy to provide. (laughs) One purpose that I've always known but I never articulated so simply, maybe I have, but I don't believe I have because I had a major epiphany with it this week, or I guess last week, because I'm in quarantine and been asking a lot of questions, is that my soul's purpose is truly to also help share a lot of people's own magic, hence why I was divinely guided to create this podcast called Your Own Magic. And... I have been sharing magic, and when I'm not sharing other people's magic, I feel off I've realized. So I ended up sharing a lot of the Yomi art that people have been creating during quarantine. So if you're interested in that, in sharing yours and seeing others, go to youromagic.life, click on the link that says hashtag Yomi art, and instructions are there along with just witnessing what people have submitted, and I have more to share today, and I'll be sharing them on Mondays indeed, and perhaps also Thursdays, depending on how that Thursday flows, but I'll indeed be sharing what comes through weekly, and yeah, I'm excited! I'm excited to see what unfolds from this, what expands from this, Is perhaps it's been divinely guided, so more of you can also connect on your creative level. I mean, there's amazing drawings and sketches and paintings and digital illustrations and poems and a song and blogs. There's so many different ways, so many different creations. Jewelry! So whatever, whatever it is you're creating, it doesn't just have to be a painting or a poem, but whatever it is. So you can find that on the site, yourownmagic.life, and click on hashtag YomiArt. Also, retreat update. So I was so stoked and nearly squared away to begin prepping for next year's retreat. I I ideally wanted one in the summer and also in the fall, but I'm actually very thankful that I never pulled the trigger. I had this, you know what? I was contacting and communication with the place that I did the retreat last time in Bali. And, you know, they sent the invoice and for whatever reason, it was not a hell yes. And when I get that feeling in my gut, I'm like, mm, uh, not really, not quite yet. And now I'm so thankful I listened to that because I didn't know why. I'm like, there's no reason not to. But this obviously happened before we were quarantined with Corona. And I was like, oh, a little iffy. and if, you know, I didn't understand why exactly. I'm happy I didn't. <laughs> And now, the funny thing is, though, is that I was so certain that I wanted to for sure go to Sedona next year in March, and I was like, you know what, I want to book the same place and just make sure that everything is squared away, and that way I'm set on the place, set on Sedona, and I'll for sure be able to be in Sedona next March because I loved being there in March, and I'm like, maybe I'll make that a yearly thing, However, I sent out an email to those who have come on, who've been on the retreat first because I wanted to give them first priority, and then some others who have applied, and I've received some emails back, are like, oh my gosh, I want to do this so bad, just uncertain about where I'll be financially, or I've recently lost my job, or yada yada, and I'm like, oh, okay, this just, this is not the time. It did not feel right. So instead, I decided to just simply receive applications and then when the time does feel right and we have more clarity and people are feeling better in a better place, perhaps that announcement won't even be till 2021. Who knows? But that is when obviously all set dates and commitments for the next retreat so right now get excited and hopeful I opened up applications I've shortened the applications and I also have you guys select the places I envision for the next retreats so of course if you wish feel free to apply by going to your life, scrolling down to where it says apply here no payment is necessary, or even accepted, actually, <laughs> it's simply just the application for whenever it is time to announce the next Your Own Magic Retreat. Alright, now before I read the tarot, well, I guess I already read the tarot, I recorded it yesterday, so before I insert the recording and then get into the q and A, I I of course want to thank Skillshare, our sponsor. And you, during this quarantine, tap into your creative spirit and learn something new for free for two months using their premium membership when you go to skillshare.com forward slash your own magic. I recently, this is a a fun life update, recently just bought a drawing tablet and I'm super excited because guess who is going to really dive into digital illustration? I have every intention to. I even saved a course on how to show emotion in your digital illustrations because I'm like, that sounds like the hardest thing in the world. But yeah, I'm really excited about that. Anyway, they also have awesome workshops that are happening right now, such as I saw beginning April 20th, so today through May 18th, I believe it was, an iPhone filmmaking workshop on how to create a short cinematic video. Hello. There's a variety. I mean, I'll talk about that as I interrupt the episode midway through, so you'll hear more about Skillshare, but it doesn't hurt to check out all their classes at skillshare.com forward slash your own magic and sign up for two months for free. I believe it is time to get into the tarot that I recorded yesterday, and then I'll jump back on and answer your questions. So let the magic begin. And then when my right finger, ring finger, starts to tingle, that's when I pull them. And so I just pulled them, but I'm going to edit it so you don't have to wait for that because that was actually a long time. It took me a long time to find them. But, oh wow, these are close to numbers! (gasps) Okay, so I pulled 37, Sacred Soul Sister, and 40, Blessing of Al-Hakim. The deck I am using is the Rumi Oracle deck by Alana Fairchild in which I will link below and also congratulate the winners of last week's giveaway at jessicatulber underscore and at mexygarian. Congrats guys and of course I will again offer this oracle deck as a giveaway for those who share the episodes and I will post the winners on Saturday this week. So right now Close your eyes if you're not driving. And think of the number 37 and 40. Feel them out a bit. And choose which one resonates the most with you in this moment. So, 37 for Sacred Soul Sister. Let's read the Rumi poem. When you are conscious, a cloud of sadness surrounds you. When you are beyond consciousness the moon rests in your arms. When you are conscious, the beloved moves out of your reach. When you are beyond consciousness, the ecstasy of love moves your way. When you are conscious, you are depressed like fall. When you are beyond consciousness, the winter cold feels like spring. All your wavering is due to your longing to be stable. Look for instability until you become stable. Rumi. Ooh hoo! Huh. No wonder I chose this. This feels exactly what my soul needs at this time. I mean, all your wavering is due to your longing to be stable. Look for instability until you become stable. And by the way, I hope the moon is resting in your arms right now, friends. (laughs) All right, so this oracle comes with a particular guidance. You know something deep in your bones without knowing how or why or without particular reason. You just know. It doesn't make sense, but you know. It may be joy that you know. It may be that you know to avoid a certain situation. It may be that something is going to work out beautifully, despite appearances to the contrary, at a particular moment. It may be that you are meant to take a certain path. You just know. It may be that something is going to work out beautifully, despite appearances to the contrary, at a particular moment. Ooh, It may be that you are meant to take a certain path. You just know. Okay, that indeed resonates. And this is also confirmation that your knowing, mysterious as it is, is your sacred soul sister talking through you. Trust it and act or not accordingly. All right. Hmm. All right, now 40, Blessing of Al-Hakim. The Rumi poem is, Sell Your Cleverness and Buy Bewilderment. Cleverness is opinion, bewilderment is vision. Ooh, oh, I have this one all highlighted. Ooh, I, that's why I do recognize it. It's been a minute, but I do recognize this one. All right, so this oracle comes with special guidance. To bring you more peace. Look to the old ways. To the ancient wisdom teachings that run as one vein of life. Giving love through all the traditions. The old wisdoms teach of cycles. Of timing. Of letting go. To allow for new life to happen. And of the greater intelligence and scheme of life. Which we must surrender if we are ever to know even a moment's peace. Who? If you aren't certain about an issue in your life, be at peace. There is divine healing that can occur most readily in the unknowing. Ooh, and my left ear is ringing right now. And supposedly the left means it's warning me about a journey, warning us. Warning me, we'll just keep this. It's just warning me, guys, don't worry. But good to know. I am going to sage or I indeed need to clear a moment. And I'll be back. <laughs> I see a bubble of light that surrounds me. And here, only those of highest good. My highest good surround my highest good. All right. Now, let's begin some questions. <clears throat> I might as well start off with. Do I go in the order of my Insta story or do I surprise it with a rant? I'm going to surprise it with random, but I will start with the very first one, which was very simple. What are your favorite books? Thank you, Jenny underscore D23. So I am indeed a basic spiritual bitch. (laughs) These books are the most basic of the basic spiritual, but there's a reason for it. There's a reason why myself and so many others love them, and that is because there's so much divine golden truth that is downloaded in them that really needs to be reiterated over and over. You know what? I gotta put it my I gotta do my top twelve because I just thought of a couple more. Okay, so top books, which yeah, just happen to be spiritual, I guess. Uh, Eat, pray, love. Elizabeth Gilbert. Big Magic. Elizabeth Gilbert and The Signature of All Things, Elizabeth Gilbert. (laughs) Law of Attraction, Abraham Hicks, and all the rest of their books in all honesty. I mean, I believe I've read and listened to every single book of theirs that they have to offer, and multiple times as well. Power of Now, Eckhart Tolle, A New Earth, Eckhart Tolle. Those two indeed started my spiritual traje- trajectory along with The Law of Attraction and You Are a Badass by Jensen Sincero did as well. So those are books I indeed recommend if you haven't read for everyone to read as who knows what path you might end up shifting to and walking down once you open yourselves to what they have to say. I think that they're amazing beginner ones, except for I know that Law of Attraction is pretty woo out there for a lot of people, but I have a feeling if you're listening to this podcast, you're pretty open-minded to that. Actually, and you've also probably read it, but I also love, well, Ainsley McLeod's books, especially The Instruction and Old Soul's Guidebook. Byron Katie, who's been on this podcast as well, her book Loving What Is, and if anybody is ever depressed or down, I just pick up that book. I also highly recommend Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself and Supernatural by Joe Dispenza. Artist's Way, Julia Cameron, Writing Down the Bones, Natalie Goldberg. Those that are interested in writing, those are two books you've got to read. And Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. That's obviously a classic. And then of course, you know, I love my Tina Fey bossy pants. Who doesn't love Tina Fey bossy pants? <laughs> what is one of your favorite practices for strengthening your creativity at R raven winged i'm going to share this concept i found fa- i find fascinating blue sky thinking this gives us the opportunity to rewire our brain a moment as we step up to our Blank paper, blank canvas, which is the blue sky thinking is basically a term for placing a blank canvas on the mind and just freeing you completely without any limitation. Opening yourself up to whatever you truly want to come through. So throwing away the chains of what people will either find appropriate or thinking about their judgments or what they're going to think of it. Just throwing that away, opening your mind up to this blue sky or this blank canvas and allowing whatever is to come through. Almost like using stream of consciousness in your writing, like Julia Cameron talks about in The Artist's Way. So you can push your boundaries and brainstorm ideas of what you'd like to create or just begin to create. And the purpose of it is just truly feeling limitless in your creativity. So completely throw away, let go of the self-limiting beliefs, what other people are going to think, what is PC, what is maybe not acceptable, and just allowing yourself to push the boundaries and just do it. You don't have to even think that other people are going to see it, but just trust that creativity is going to flow through so you feel limitless. And that, honestly, I believe opens up our center, that beam, or what Ashley Wood calls the line within, that opens us up to source and allowing the universe to just simply move through us, God move through us, as we deliver these messages, these truths, these paintings, these writings, these ideas, and help us execute whatever it is. And I think that that blue sky thinking of brainstorming and then creating or just simply creating is one of the most powerful ways to release any ruts or writer's block, artist block, and strengthen your creativity because how can we be deeply creative in whatever we're writing or playing or painting if we have barriers tethered to what we're trying to create i believe it's honestly self-limiting beliefs and judgments and anxiety and our mind our ego that prevents us from opening up to deep simple even divine creation you can make it simple again it's limitless so yeah try that love this from Lauren Hendricks, my girl Lauren. She has been so active in the Yomi community and Lauren, I'm so thankful for you, by the way. And she writes, what does your current morning routine ritual look like? Okay. So I wake up and for whatever reason, I love to put away the dishes either in silence or while listening to Abraham Hicks, usually in silence, like this morning in silence. And then, of course, begin rewiring my neural pathways by opening up to gratitude in some way. I love mornings. Mornings are the most delicious. 5 a.m., 6 a.m., 7 a.m., my absolute favorite hours of the entire day. So I soak those up. After I do the dishes and meditate, I love to just go out and walk sometimes around the neighborhood here or go in the middle of nature and just unplug completely get away from the emfs (laughs) and yeah i just feel so aligned i honestly feel so off when i don't go in nature so off and then to be honest i just kind of open up to whatever unfolds for the day i have a lot of stuff that i i never rush I like to take my time with and just fully give my energy 100%. So, yeah, that is part of my morning routine these days. There's something about putting away the dishes and honestly cleaning the kitchen that feels so great, so mindful. I love it. And I was that weird, basically the eighth child of a seven-child family. I hung out with the kids all the time. They also went to my ward. A ward is a certain group in the LDS church, the Mormon church, that they share the same bishop and the same hour at the church and the same activities, yada, yada. So they were my ward, but um, I grew up with them. And and they had so many dishes, obviously, because they're a family of seven and I would love to go over there and do their dishes. It was like my favorite thing. I don't know why dishes are a thing. It depends. Probably because they felt like family didn't gross me out. If I were to do some random person's dishes, ugh, I would not want to do that it's more so the putting away clean dishes versus like doing the actual dishes. But I was really weird back then. Again, I chose broccoli over ice cream. I was that kind of weird child. For example, my friend Tara would be her time. I would only take her time. I wouldn't take her sibling's time because she's my best friend. So whenever it was Tara's time to do the dishes, I'd come down and do them for her. And I loved it. But then they started adding me to the chore list because I did spend so much time there. And my parents never gave me chores. I actually created my own list of chores to do and put it up on the fridge. And I was like, these are the chores I have to get done. I was so weird. Yomi, short interruption just to share the magic of our sponsor, Skillshare, which happens to be an online learning community that is offering you two months for free of their premium membership when you go to Skillshare.com forward slash your own magic. And why not? Especially right now while We are all inside. This is the time to explore new skills and deepen existing passions, getting lost in the creativity of whatever our soul is guiding us to, and trying out many different classes from Skillshare. You can stay inspired and express yourself and even connect with a community of other Creatives and like-minded beings on Skillshare, which is phenomenal. There are those that are interested in writing, writing poetry, writing scripts, digital illustration, painting. And there's many different classes on those kind of arts. I know a lot of people, a lot of Yomis have been taking Skillshare to learn more about photography especially as more people are creating their own platforms where skillshare also has classes on helping out with that like podcasts and youtube yada yada so it doesn't hurt it's two months of premium membership for free join skillshare by going to skillshare.com forward slash your own magic yep free that's skillshare.com forward slash your own magic and now on with the show this one. Ray Alexandria, how do you keep the difference between a plan and intuitive moves? All right, first note and the only note, if it does not feel right for you, don't. Absolutely don't. And allow me to elaborate a second. So of course you want to distinguish between All right. Does this not feel right out of fear or does not feel right? Because perhaps my soul has something better in store that of course I'm not quite aware of yet, but I'm just going to trust it as even though this might seem like an amazing thing or this might really seem like a thing I just genuinely don't want to do. My soul indeed has something better in store. So I should listen to this intuitive feeling, this intuitive nudge that's telling me to not. So if it does not feel right, absolutely don't. For example, with the retreat, I was really excited about it and I believe that excitement was more so me knowing that there will be another one to come but the acting on it right away impulsively was not in alignment because after I shared it and I was thinking about everybody that are going through a hard time financially right now it didn't feel right so instead I'm like okay I'm taking this down for a bit and then it felt right to more so just set up an application process and get people excited for that, knowing like, okay, I have something else that I am manifesting right now because I'm excited for this retreat. So if it doesn't feel right, simply just don't. I know that a lot of times we do have these plans that end up not feeling right in the long run. So that's when I would ask myself, how would I feel if I didn't follow through with this plan? I know for me, I don't like not living up to my plans unless there's something else overpowering that I should say for example like when I was sick I had to cancel so much stuff obviously honor your energy if it doesn't feel right don't there's so much power in saying no because again the universe clearly has something better in store or you're also showing the universe what you will accept and what you won't and if it's something that You feel obligated to, but you really don't want to do it. The universe knows this, so why not honor that and don't do it if it doesn't feel right. However, for whatever reason, you have a baby and getting up at 4.30 a.m. doesn't feel right because it's like, ugh, but I mean, you'd feel bad, right, if you didn't go feed your baby, so it's like, you know, what would feel worse, not getting up to take care of your baby or getting up to take care of your baby even though you're super tired or if either side doesn't feel right not doing it or doing it if either situation sucks what sucks more then do what the thing that sucks less you know (laughs) I hope that helps Jules Baldazar. Oh wait, you said you felt like you had a walk-in on Ainsley's ep. I feel the same way and was wondering, I'm assuming she's going to say wondering your thoughts on this (laughs) or about your experience. Okay, well, really quick. A walk-in is simply just a soul that replaced your original soul, as in the soul that you came to earth with in this human suit. human vessel. Your human vessel was birthed with an original soul, of course, and that soul departed from your body, the soul that you were born with, and replaced with a new and often more advanced soul. So that's why a lot of times when people have their spiritual awakenings and they feel completely disconnected with their past, they question perhaps that last soul has moved forward while a new soul has walked in, hence the walk-in. Perhaps the reason that I felt I had a walk-in is simply because as I was beginning my spiritual journey and also, you know, just the first few, two to three years of awakening to the soul, the spiritual experience... I was feeling more and more detached from the old life. And perhaps it's not because I had a soul, a new soul walk in, but it's just I wasn't bound to a lot of old life experiences anymore. They were just old stories that no longer infused some sort of emotion. It was true just detachment from the narrative. And I just felt disconnected from that old life that, especially the stuff that no longer served me, the more I was embracing the life of what is now. And so I'd pick up old clothes when I went back home. I remember that episode, I believe, was recorded when I first went back home. And I was looking at a lot of my old clothes and everything. And I was like, I don't have any sort of nostalgia with these. Like, why I feel so disconnected. I remember, though, but I don't have any sort of nostalgia. And I'm not saying that not having the nostalgia makes me a woke person by any means, because now I've shifted into where I deeply appreciate that old stuff, and I'm like, oh, that's so cute, that nostalgia, oh, what a sweet memory. But there wasn't at that moment when I was really starting to see a lot, experience a lot, I just maybe was so overwhelmed with the present that... I did not even care about what was. However, I was still holding on to some things of a recent past for myself. But when it came to anything that was four years plus, uh, I was like, meh, meh, whatever. However, my love for my family and everything never shifted, never wavered. And I have all the memories. I recollect everything. The only question I had was my pure detachment from it, but that's not long the case any longer. Now I have that appreciation for it, but of course I don't have any longing by any means still. So that was why I thought I was potentially a walk-in because I'm like, I all of a sudden just became so woke. <laughs> I had such a different life and I was so lost and now all of a sudden I can see so much. <laughs> And so, no, it's more so it's just my human self completely waking up to a lot. Yep, a lot of everything that I've always known deep down and everything that you've always known. That's simple. All right, I believe that is all the questions I will answer for today. I hope you look forward to future Q&As posting part two on Wednesday and part three on Friday. I look forward to sharing more about whatever questions you asked when it came to love and quarantine and spiritual business, podcasts, you name it. There are a variety of realms that we will be entering, and I will be walking alongside with you, well, again, tomorrow, because Magic Mini, so enjoy this week of your own magic. Create your own magic, and I hope that you have a magical, magical day. Dear Yomis, thank you so much, so, so much for lending your ear and taking time, valuable time for your soul to listen to this episode today. I am honored to provide this for you and I hope something in this spoke to you and shifted you in some way. I would love to personally connect with your soul on, well, of course, IRL. <laughs> But also on the Instagrams or the Facebooks, my Instagram, which I am finally active on, is at Raquel Mantra. That is spelled R-A-Q-U-E-L-L-E Mantra. I'll put that in the show notes. And make sure to not only see and respond to all the comments but also send love back to you because why not and then for you to also connect with me and this powerful tribe of like-minded individuals high-vibing individuals to to raise your vibrations feel free to join us in the your own magic secret facebook group that will also be left in the show notes and feel free to browse your Life. I have some free guided meditations on there and more information about upcoming retreats and events. And of course, my offering, my service is the Soul Tribe exclusive site, which is $44.44 USD. This is for life for you to receive many meditations. And the most recent one was to help you reprogram your subconscious mind to see your highest potential in a hypnotic state for example like reprogramming your subconscious mind to see your highest potential while you're in a hypnotic state along with others like activating your third eye or short simple ones to ease you into your morning or alleviate anxiety and a lot of deep imaginings, which I love to do personally is to just visualize and expand my imagination so I can be more creative in my day. In addition to that, other soul expanding journalings to ask yourself every morning and magic challenges and other spiritual rituals, yada yada. (laughs) Anyway, I love you all so much. Thank you so much for listening and have a magical day.